the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, Pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Bill has traveled with Yankee Arnold to experience firsthand many of the historical and biblical sites in both Israel and Jordan. From Petra to the Sea of Galilee to the Temple Mount and Western Wall, you'll experience it with him. Now, let's go live to the Holy Land. Here's your host, Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Central Florida. Welcome to this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are live all over Central Florida, and we are coming to you from the country of Israel. We are actually uh, in the city of Tiberias, if you are familiar with the geography of the Holy Land. Uh, we are here at the Leonardo Hotel. We are directly on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And uh, we arrived in Israel yesterday, but uh, we didn't really arrive here as we planned. But I want to welcome all of you to this special broadcast of the Bill Bunkley Show. Tell you how much we appreciate all of you for tuning in this afternoon. And uh, we've had a little bit of an experience. Uh, but uh, just wanted to start off by telling you that uh, this is a very, very special land. And probably you've heard me talk about this for quite some time, that I believe that every believer in Christ, if they have an opportunity where the Lord will provide the financial resources, I think that they ought to do what people have been doing for hundreds of years, and that is to make a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, to make a pilgrimage here all across the area of the Galilee all over the old uh, city of Jerusalem, and of course, down to the south. And uh, if you're going to understand biblical history, it isn't contained by the modern boundaries of the modern state of Israel. No, I want to tell you that uh, a lot of what happened in Jesus' ministry happened uh, in Jordan, and it happened uh, in Lebanon. And in fact, as he sent out the disciples, and after he was resurrected, as uh, Christianity began to take uh, roots, uh, when you talk about Lebanon and you talk about Jordan, but particularly Lebanon, and then later when the Apostle Paul, uh, who was a great persecutor of the Christians, uh, when he had an encounter with Jesus Christ on the way to Damascus to, well, to persecute more Christians, um, he came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and uh, if you have a chance one day, the second trip I recommend you to take is to follow in the footsteps of Paul around the uh, around the Mediterranean. But uh, I've been to Israel on several occasions. Uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee, Arnold, and myself have the distinct pleasure of co-hosting this trip. But uh, we've been severely challenged. Now, if you were listening to the show last week, uh, or any of our posts, I want to give a shout out not only to our engineer, Robert Haley, our chief engineer. He's sitting right next to me. 
as we are in the uh, empty auditorium. We got some folks that are on the uh, on the pilgrimage that are uh, here and listening in. Uh, but we are in an empty auditorium, and uh, boy, modern technology, we are coming to you live. And I can tell you that if Robert wasn't here, we probably wouldn't be coming to you live because God didn't call me to technology. But uh, uh, both uh, Robert and Joanna, they have had uh, uh, a very meaningful experience thus far, and uh, so he's sitting with, with me. I want to also give a shout out to Brian, our executive producer, the Bill Bunkley show. Uh, boy, he put together so many elements because we were supposed to be broadcasting all this week and uh, that didn't happen. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. So I want to give a shout out to Brian. And I also want to give a shout out to Zuli, uh, who is uh, in the area of uh, our promotions and, uh, just uh, really disappointed because uh, Zuli was going to be with us and uh, the Lord uh, in his timing uh, took her father home. And so she wasn't able to be on this trip, but I know she's going to get here. She put so much into this as, as well. Now you might be wondering why I'm thinking people on the front end. So let's get into the meat of what happened. Um, if you were listening to the show this past week or two, you knew that I uh, we did a three-hour pre-record uh, of the entire Monday show of this week. That's because we were still going to be in transit. And so uh, Brian and I sat in studio, and I did a whole commentary of uh, getting you ready for what we were going to be doing. The plan was, uh, right now in Israel, it's uh, a little after 10 p.m. We have a seven-hour uh, difference, uh, and Eastern Daylight Time also plays into that. But right now, we're just after the 10 o'clock p.m. hour in Israel, and as you know, it is uh, 3 o'clock there. So our plan was that, uh, number one, I would be coming to you every uh, day this week uh, except Monday. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was going to be right here broadcasting live for the first 30 minutes. Now, we're going to go ahead and broadcast more than 30 minutes tonight, probably about two hours. We have a three-hour show lined up, but uh, that was the plan. And then every day, what Robert is doing is he's capturing audio of uh, our pilgrimage, and we were going to be putting together turning around packages every day that uh, we would upload uh, Pastor Yankee. Our guide is Boaz Shalgi with EDI Travel, and of course myself, that we would be uploading uh, that audio to be turned around to play every night. Now, we've got that audio to play, but if you, uh, by chance, had followed the headlines, we actually flew out of Tampa last Saturday at about 7 p.m., and uh, we flew up to Washington Dulles Airport. Uh, we were to depart at about 10 after 10 or something like that. Uh, we were headed for Amman, Jordan. Uh, this pilgrimage was scheduled to be both Jordan and Israel. And uh, so uh, I don't know if you have uh, been able to see, of course, I haven't reported on it because I'm not there. Uh, we have a major system failure. 
Now, it's a combination where it's, uh, you know, he said, he said. Uh, all I know is, is that uh, we, all of our pilgrimage was uh, round trip all on United Airlines. And uh, there became a, a problem uh, Saturday night. We actually boarded the plane and we pushed off and then they had a baggage issue. They returned us to the gate. And then uh, we went to push off again and fired up. And then there was a fuel pump uh, uh, report. The flight was canceled. If you have seen some of the headlines, you know that literally thousands upon thousands and thousands of people uh, between our flight uh, there at about, you know, 10 to 11 on Saturday night, all through Sunday, including, I understand, a ground stop on Sunday morning between 7 or 8 or somewhere in that area. Uh, there was a meltdown between United Airlines and other airlines and the FAA. And so um, what happened was thousands of flights were canceled. Now, I want to tell you that when you're in the summer season, and you are going to cancel flights on a Saturday or a Sunday, we use a hub-and-spoke system, uh, and then every uh, all of our major uh, international cities, they're fed by all the local markets to be able to put people on cruises, not, not only here in Florida, but cruises around the world, uh, vacation packages all the world, around the world. Literally, uh, we've had... Uh, thousands of people this past week, they didn't make their cruises. They weren't able to get to their destinations to begin their vacation packages. Uh, it's been a real, real uh, disappointing week. Well, it's been that way for us because uh, we didn't get out that night. And in fact, in fact uh, we were at the Dulles Airport with my uh, group excuse me, group of pilgrims, about 34 people or so. And uh, the airport was closed. We were supposed to have a, a dinner meal, probably about 11 o'clock or so, Saturday night after we got uh, wheels up and we got airborne. Well, we were immediately deplaned. And here we are at Dulles Airport on a 787 with uh, a very long line. And we were at the end of the line. And I want to tell you, it was a long night. So um, uh, as we tried to um, rectify our problem, uh, it was so bad that uh, we were able to get United Airlines to bring out a bunch of cots. And I think the gate was D3. And so we had uh, military army style cots or camping cots uh, all over uh, D3. And uh, I went down and checked on him a couple times because uh, I was up all night. Uh, Mrs. Bunkley was up all night. Uh, other folks that uh, were with us uh, also have Tony Sloan here. Uh, he was up all night uh, helping as well. Uh, the, the bottom line is we didn't get out Sunday. We didn't get out Monday. We didn't get out Tuesday. We didn't get out, uh, well, we got out Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, and then we got here Thursday. Now, what happened is when I say we got out, 
uh, in order for us to get here, we had to divide the group up in four traveling parties. One party flew from Dulles International Airport all the way transcontinental to San Francisco. They then caught the flight from San Francisco to Tel Aviv and not Jordan. I'll explain that in a minute. Then we had another contingent because remember what's happened is there's no seats. So there was nowhere to go for our entire traveling party. So uh, then we had a group that we sent to from Dulles here in Washington to Chicago. Then they flew on in. Then we had a third group that we had to fly to Dulles. Uh, and then once they got to Dulles, they flew to Tel Aviv. And then I was uh, part of the final group with Mrs. Bunkley, uh, Robert, and uh, some of the crew. We actually left um, Wednesday at 10 o'clock. We arrived here in Tel Aviv about uh, 4.30, 4.45 when we uh, made it through immigration, got our bags and everything. Uh, but the sad part about it is my pilgrims and the work that I just mentioned that was put into this, uh, they never got to Jordan uh, because we lost four days. The trip was a 10-day trip, uh, Tampa to Jordan to Tel Aviv back to Tampa, it was a 10-day trip with actually eight days of touring. We actually are only getting four days of touring, and today was the first day, and I got some exciting things to tell you because we're going to take you, uh, we're going to take you on the Sea of Galilee, we're going to take you to some important places, but unfortunately, our pilgrimage group didn't get to uh, Petra, didn't get to uh masada didn't get to the dead sea in getty uh they missed uh, half of the trip and so uh, we are part of the ones that have been severely impacted by what happened uh with faa and united airlines but we got an exciting show we're in israel we're in tiberius and uh, don't go away because i'm bill bunkley the host of bill bunkley show we're broadcasting live all across central florida and coming to you live from the state of Israel, I'll be right back. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at Let's Talk Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden says the fight is not over. After the Supreme Court killed a student debt relief plan, and he's blasting the GOP over the issue. Today's 6-3 Supreme Court decision effectively kills the $400 billion plan the president announced last year. The court held that the administration needs Congress's endorsement before undertaking so costly a program. Consumers barely increased their spending last month, boosting it just one-tenth percent. That's after a solid six-tenth percent gain in April. The inflation index showed the price rose 3.8 percent in May from 12 months earlier. That's down sharply from a 4.4 percent year-over-year surge in April. Stocks sharply higher. The Dow was up 329 points. This is SRN News. 
You paying too much for term life insurance? Term Busters, a Christian-owned company, can help. There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-558-9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-558-9940. Remember, 800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for Term Busters, Christian-owned and operated, is 800-558-9940. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. ACLJ Chief Counsel Jay Sekulow. Whether it's presenting arguments before the U.S. Supreme Court or engaging in the halls of Congress for more than a quarter of a century, the ACLJ has been on the front lines protecting our values and constitutional freedoms. There's no better place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we don't just talk about the issues, we take action to defend our values and our constitutional freedoms. Join us online at the American Center for Law and Justice at aclj.org. You may have heard some talk about the ERC, that's the Employee Retention Credit. It's a federal program that provides small business owners like you up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in payroll tax refunds to your business. What's not to like about that? Just one call to Careful Accounting Associates at 800-315-8175 is all it takes to find out if you qualify for quick funding with one of our accredited funding partners in as little as 72 hours. Our process has been thoroughly vetted by a team of experienced tax attorneys and CPAs, and our refund specialists will work tirelessly to get you every penny your business deserves. Plus, with our exclusive audit assistance guarantee, your business is protected. Call Careful Accounting Associates now at 800-315-8175. See if you qualify for an ERC advance payment and get the cash your business needs to succeed. That's 800-315-8175. Your small business may qualify to receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in employee payroll tax refunds. Call 800-315-8175 now. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. The Supreme Court just ruled on the Harvard Affirmative Action case, as well as a similar one involving higher education. But this isn't just about higher ed. This will be an earthquake in the world of corporate DEI, the diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Companies that promise numerical outcomes, quotas, essentially, for race and gender for their employees are going to find themselves on the defense in the court of public opinion and in actual courts as well. When the court reaffirmed the Constitution's requirement for equal protection for all persons, it put reverse discrimination on legal notice. This puts companies that embrace these social engineering programs based on race instead of merit in a vulnerable position. The corporations that abandon equality, treating everyone the same, in favor of equity, forcing certain outcomes, took a foolish risk. The new SCOTUS ruling shows just how foolish that risk was. The Supreme Court got it right. I'm Jerry Boyer.
And welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. As we are, uh, we'll reconnect with Bill in just a moment. In the meantime, uh, earlier today, Bill and Yankee were at the Sea of Galilee. And they had a great day out there to experience everything uh, that the sea offers. And right now, we're going to go to Yankee Arnold, who was there. Let's hear from him at the Sea of Galilee. 38 years ago, I came here, spoke on the same ship. And I was glad because this is the same one that Peter, James, and John was on. (laughs) And if it was good enough for them, it was good enough for me. But isn't it amazing that after all that we've been through, we're together. I can say now we are really united. But um, it's great being here on the Sea of Galilee in a boat and remembering some of the things that we're supposed to remember. The Bible says, of course, and you know this verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But if you remember the next verse, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And while he walked these shores around here, it was always about his purpose in coming. When he talked about the water, he talked about the living water. When he talked about the bread, he says, I am the bread of life. He said, if a man was to eat this bread, then he'd never hunger. Or if he drank the water, he would never thirst. The purpose of Jesus coming was to pay for the sins of the whole world. Yes, on this very sea, there's a lot of stories around that we find in the Bible. But one of them was whenever they were all on the boat and they saw Jesus coming and he was walking on the water and Peter says bid me come to thee and Jesus says come on he got out and actually walked on the water and everybody thinks about the time that he started sinking but he got out of the boat he walked on the water you know what the other disciples said I was just going to do that (laughs) I I was just getting ready to do that but it was Peter that did it and now I'm too glad that we don't have to depend on walking on the water. We can just ride in the boat. But there's something that I also want to share with you. And if Bill will hold this microphone for me, I want to show you what he was talking about because we're going to have a baptism later, and it's good for you to know. And this is just a a good arena to do this in. I want this hand right here to represent you and me. This cell phone represents sin. All of us have sinned. And this is why Christ came into the world to save sinners. Because we've all sinned, we're all condemned. And because we're all condemned, we need a Savior. God says you cannot save yourself. So to go to heaven, you have to be perfect and nobody's perfect. We've all come short of God's perfection, short of God's glory. So Jesus Christ says, since you can't save yourself, he was going to send his son into the world. Now that's why he was here. That's why all the miracles they did. So you'd believe the story of why he came. Because nobody could do what Jesus did. I preached a sermon not long ago that they actually put it on James Dobson's show called Jesus, the greatest of all time. Now we know that, um, yes, Tiger Woods was maybe great. Jack Nicholas was a great, but then also, Ta, I guess you could say Mike Tyson was the greatest of all time. But then some, maybe Muhammad Ali. But wait a minute. Jesus was the greatest of all time. Amen. No one has ever done what he's done. I mean, he did walk on the water, and he raised the dead, and he made the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Nobody's ever com- compared to what he's done. 
and he actually died on the cross and paid for all the sins of the world, came back from the dead. So this hand represents Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came into the world because he loves us, hates our sin because our sin separates us from him. So Jesus Christ, who had no sin, didn't have to die. He came and took all the sin of all the world, paid for it on the cross and came back from the dead. Sin has been paid. And you can't know you're going to heaven until you know you can't go to hell. And the reason that I can't go to hell is because I don't have any sins to pay for. Christ paid for my sins 2,000 years ago. So if he paid for mine and he paid for yours, that means he loved you so much, he would rather die than live without you. Think about it. He loved you so much, he'd rather die than live without you. So he died just so you could be with him. He loves you that much. So he paid for all your sins, came back from the dead. And the only thing he wanted you to do, the only thing you can do, is where you believe he did it for you. So when you believe he did it for you, he puts that payment he made to your account. And that's why you can say, I know I'm going to heaven because I have no sins to pay for. And the reason I know that I can't go to hell in the future, he paid for all of those sins too. Time I'm born to the time I die, Christ paid it all. And all he wanted me to do is believe it. So when I believe that God saved me, when you believe it, he'll save you and give you the free gift of everlasting life. And he said, I'll never cast you out and never lose you. That's why he told his disciples, follow me and I'll make you fishers of what? Amen. Fishers of men. I'm fishing today. Amen. I'm trying to catch a few fish. And some fish are hard to catch. <laughs> Some seeds fall upon stony ground, the mind. So I hope that what I've said made sense and you trust Christ as your Savior. All right, let's have prayer, shall we? Father, we do thank you so much for this time together. We thank you so much for sending your Son so that we could have the free gift of everlasting life. But, Father, that in this life we also have bodies that don't always do well. And so we just pray that you would heal them and raise them up to good, strong health so they can enjoy the rest of the days that we do have. We thank you for this day, this moment. And pray, Lord, that most of all, if there's anyone here who's never trusted your Savior, they would see that there's nothing else they can do except believe that you did it for them and that you would give them eternal life. So thank you and God bless everyone here in Christ's name. Amen. Whenever you consider what Christ has done and who he was, that he died on that cross and paid for our sins so he could give us as a gift, the free gift, eternal life. Remember, it lasts forever. So when we talk about knowing we're going to heaven, you have to know what he did. So when he paid for our sins and he gives us eternal life, it's not temporary life. It's life that lasts forever. I trusted Christ as my Savior when I was 18 years old, a couple years ago. <laughs> so when I trusted him as my Savior, he saved me. And he says, like the water, when he told the woman at the well, he says, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. In other words, water that you never have to drink again. In other words, because I was saved 63 years ago, I never have to do it again. There's no story in the Bible where anybody was ever saved and got lost. There's no story in the Bible, no scripture that ever says somebody got saved got lost and got saved again. The reason is because God says, I'll never cast you out and never lose you. And once you trust him as Savior, you have eternal life and you can know that you're going to heaven when you die. And I'll close with this verse. God says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. The only way you can know it is that it's free. If you have to earn it, you'll have to wait till you die to find out if you made it. And God says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, 
but according to his mercy, he saved us. We, we will never know who sailed in this boat. Jesus and the disciples could be one of the fishermen. Probably, we don't know, but we do know that it was here at the bottom of the sea for 2,000 years. And then during one of the droughts, it was revealed and there it is. The importance in some of the things or many of the things that you're going to see in Israel is that you won't have to use your imagination again when you read the Bible. You'll know what it looks like. And when you see this little boat and you think about the storm and how they're panicking inside and Jesus is sleeping, you know, they're terrified. The boat on which we sailed now, which is much bigger than this, even these boats, every year there's like a few times where the boat ride is canceled because of the waves. The waves can be as tall as this ceiling here on the Sea of Galilee. And if you're in this little vessel, it's pretty scary, okay? It took them like 10 years to put it in a special container to dry it completely. Then they polished it, and only then they brought it to display uh, over here. So this is the ancient boat. It was made of uh, 12 different timbers. The list is over there. And so go ahead, take a few photos. The length of the Sea of Galilee is 12 miles. It is six miles wide. So like I said, not a terribly uh, large lakes. You have so many bigger lakes in, in America. But this is the famous lake. That was Boaz Shalgi. Before that is uh, my good friend, Pastor Yankee. You know that uh, his program comes right after the Bill Bunkley Show at 6 o'clock. We are broadcasting live from Israel. And uh, as you can imagine, we are halfway around the globe from you guys. And so uh, we've uh, had a little bit. Uh, we're tuning things up here. That was audio from this morning. Bright and early, we left our hotel here in Tiberias, Israel, and we went directly to go to be on the Sea of Galilee. We had a chance to uh, cast off and to sail uh, out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. And what you're hearing is when uh, we got uh, quite a ways offshore, uh, we actually cut the engines uh, to the boat. And if you can imagine this scene, because our pilgrims, for the first time, are looking all around the Sea of Galilee. So many things happen. About 75% of all about Jesus Christ happened right in the region around the Sea of Galilee or in Galilee. So you had an opportunity. Uh, Pastor Yankee was sharing a moment ago. Uh, that was on board ship, as well as Boaz was sharing on board ship as well. So I'm Bill Bunkley. We're live from the Holy Land here at the hotel uh, here in Tiberias. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away because I'll be right back again live from Israel. Bunkley here. 
I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to this station. Whether it's our Fate Talk stations across Central Florida or our answer stations blanketing everything north and south of the Skyway, without you, there's no reason for us to be here doing what we do. And of course, what we do is not like anything else that's out there in the old or new media. In this day and age, we do not take this responsibility for granted. And so I would also like to take this opportunity to encourage you. If you agree with our messaging and want to support our efforts, there's no better way to do so than to support the great advertisers you hear on our stations. If you learn about a product or service here, please consider patronizing that business the next time you're in the market for what they have to offer. And if you have a business that could use some effective marketing, well, radio still very much gets results, and you can get started by calling Steve Baltimore at 813-349-8240. Are you a small business owner wondering if you qualify for the employee retention credit? With Careful Accounting Associates, you can receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in employee payroll tax refunds through this federal program. Just one call to 800-315-8175 is all it takes to find out if you qualify for quick funding with one of our accredited funding partners in as little as 72 hours. Our process has been thoroughly vetted by a team of experienced tax attorneys and CPAs, and our refund specialists will work tirelessly to get you every penny your business deserves. Plus, with our exclusive audit assistance guarantee, your business is protected. Call Careful Accounting Associates now at 800-315-8175. See if you qualify for an ERC advance payment and get the cash your business needs to succeed. That's 800-315-8175. Your small business may qualify to receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in employee payroll tax refunds. Call 800-315-8175 now. Home sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second. We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right now. It's a free call. 800-656-8429. 800-656-8429. 800-656-8429. That's 800-656-8429. There's nothing more frustrating and irritating than chronic dry eye. It never stops. The itching, the scratching feeling, the fatigue and weariness. If you're suffering from chronic dry eye, go to Fortify.com and join thousands who've discovered Fortify Advanced Dry Eye Therapy. A combination of Fortify Super Omega, Fortify Focus, and Fortify Black Current Oil, GLA. Fortify Advanced Dry Eye Therapy works to address oxidation and inflammation in the eye and the entire body. This combination, once only available to patients in the doctor's office, has now become available to you. And already, countless numbers of listeners have found relief with Fortify Advanced Dry Eye Therapy. If you or someone you care about struggles with dry, itchy, exhausted eyes, order Fortify Advanced Dry Eye Therapy today at Fortify.com. That's F-O-R-T-I-F-E-Y-E.com. Or call 866 866- 503-9746. That's 866-503-9746. And at fortify.com. 
Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, live from the state of Israel, here on the banks of the Sea of Galilee in Tiberias. And we are just honored to be with you on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. You're listening to one of the most beautiful aspects of coming to Israel, and that is the music that is uh, part of this nation's heritage. And uh, I, I got to tell you, especially in worship and praise, that when you have an opportunity to uh, do a little foot stomping, a little dancing in a circle. And our pilgrimage group, believe it or not, earlier today, when we were on the Sea of Galilee, if you've been listening, you heard from Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold and Boaz Shaggy on that ship as we uh, had a devotional. Then it was an opportunity. They had a chance to uh, not only sing some praise music. Uh, Michael W. Smith was uh, one of the songs that we shared today. And then they had a chance for a little traditional Israeli music and dancing. I want to talk about the importance of this place. This is where Jesus appeared to the disciples, like I said, in John 21, when they were trying to fish here unsuccessfully. He then said to them, cast the net on the other side of the boat, and they caught 153 fish. Give me a few minutes because I do want to teach you something. What we're going to do in the days that we're here together, I will try to also give you insights that you don't usually hear about because, again, remember that they were here, Jesus, the disciples, other people in the Jewish world, in the Jewish environment. And we need to learn more about the Jewish world from the first century to understand a lot of the things that Jesus did or that Jesus said. And this is a great example because here's what I want to show you. The Bible says 153 fish. We all know that the Bible doesn't have anything in it that's not there for a reason. Because the Bible could have said plenty of fish, about 150 fish, you know, sufficient amount of fish. No, it says 153. Jewish people, like the disciples, will count that and they'll know Jesus is sending a message. What is it? So in Judaism, there's something that we call gematria. Gematria is converting numbers to letters and words. It's very simple. One equals the first letter of the alphabet, two equals the second, and so on and so forth. So when you take 153, you break that down to letters and words, guess what you end up getting in Hebrew? Ani, say after me, Ani, Ani. Elohim. Elohim. I am the Lord. If you add up all the letters of I am the Lord, you get exactly 153. So the idea is, that now my miracle is to your eyes only, but before long, it's going to be to all the nations of the world because the number of the nations of the world in the first century, guess was 153. So you see, all this is coming without Jesus saying a word. That is a very 
I would say, typical rabbinic way of teaching, not giving you the answer right away, but make you search for it, okay? And then, what did Peter do here? He took off his clothes and he jumped to the water. This is something that I'm pretty sure you'll hear a few different comments about why he did that, what exactly he was doing. But again, if you try to understand his world back then, this is probably, and I'm saying probably because there's no one answer to that, Peter's real baptism. Because up until now, he was going back and forth with Jesus, taking two steps with Jesus, going one back, going one, going two back. Yes, I'm there, but I'm not all in. Yes, I will never deny you, but then he did. So he wasn't sure to a point where even Jesus said to him, get behind me, Satan, when he understood that Peter doesn't get it. You know, this divine plan that is happening. But here, after the resurrection, after the crucifixion, Jesus come back and Peter is a fisherman and he cannot fish. And Jesus is not a fisherman. And just like that, he beats him on his own turf. You can be a fisherman, but if I decide you're not going to fish, you're not going to catch anything. And that's when Peter understands there's no more this dancing back and forth. I am all in. Takes his clothes, he jumps with the water, does his baptism, and this one, it's a real one, and it's a complete one. I am all in with you, my Lord. This is also what you see here in this statue, this beautiful statue here with Tiberius in the back. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you. Heart of Messiah with Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk Tampa, WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A sharply divided Supreme Court has ruled that the Biden administration overstepped its authority 
and trying to cancel or reduce student loans for millions of Americans. The 6-3 to three decision effectively kills the $400 billion plan that President Biden announced last year. Borrowers are on the hook for repayments that are supposed to resume by late summer. The court held the administration needs Congress's endorsement before undertaking so costly a program. It also rejected arguments that a bipartisan 2003 law dealing with student loans provided the authority Mr. Biden claimed. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. And the Supreme Court's conservative majority ruling a Christian graphic artist who wants to design wedding websites can refuse to work with same-sex couples. The court ruled 6-3 to three for designer Lori Smith. Smith had argued the Colorado law violates her free speech rights. Also at SRNews.com, are you traveling by air this holiday weekend? Correspondent Rita Foley reports on flight cancellations and delays. It's the peak of summer travel, but thousands of air travelers could have their flights canceled or delayed this weekend as thunderstorms threaten much of the nation. What to do? Experts say stay calm and know your rights. You're entitled to a full refund if your flight is canceled, not just a voucher for another flight. Correspondent Rita Foley. Scorching heat across the U.S. already has caused more than a dozen deaths in Texas alone and led to mounting misery from the Pacific Northwest to the South. Experts say drinking plenty of water, limiting outdoor activities to the early morning, evening, and staying inside an air-conditioned building will help you to stay cool and safe. On Wall Street, the Dow had 339 points, the Nasdaq adding 217. This is SRN News. I cracked the hull of my new ski boat today. Oh my gosh, why'd you do that? It's not like I was trying to do it, you know. Sorry, that's rough. My bad, bro. Did anyone witness this epic fail? Yes, this video's galore, and now I'm a meme. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation. It works on my son's dry itching feet and their jock itch. I had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star. Blue Star worked great on my ringworm without steroids. My wife and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel blue star work fast or your money back. The Biden administration will promote transgenderism in India. The State Department will spend tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars on an effort to encourage Indian corporations to embrace transgenderism, even as several U.S. corporations have suffered sharp declines in sales for doing exactly that. The State Department tells the Christian Post that the cash is part of an effort to, quote, Support American values by advancing the human rights of historically marginalized groups. Michael Harrington, SRN News. There's a battle going on in Highland Park, New Jersey, over gay pride flags. The city put a bunch of them up on the street in front of an Orthodox Jewish synagogue. The rabbi complained. The city then took the flags down, but after an outcry from LGBT groups, they went back up. The Orthodox community is outraged, but it looks as though the flags will continue to fly. This is SRN News.
pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. The Crucified Message. Only God can make us holy. We cannot do it on our own. Some people will change when they see the light. Others change only when they feel the heat. Don't wait for the heat of the lake of fire before you try to change. It's too late then. Jesus says he's the light of the world. The Crucified Message. Sundays at 7.30 and again at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome to this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, Pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Bill has traveled with Yankee Arnold to experience firsthand many of the historical and biblical sites in both Israel and Jordan. From Petra to the Sea of Galilee to the Temple Mount and Western Wall, you'll experience it with him. Now, let's go live to the Holy Land. Here's your host, Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Central Florida. Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show on Salem Radio as we're broadcasting all across Central Florida this afternoon. It's a very special edition of our show. I'm actually coming to you live from the state of Israel. And uh, right now I'm always excited on Friday afternoons because uh, we have a full house. And I'm not talking about a deck of cards. Uh, I want to welcome back our friends on Faith Talk, who's been listening since 3 o'clock. And now we have AM860, The Answer, all across Tampa Bay, as well as AM930, The Answer, Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice. And uh, we're so excited to have you with us this afternoon because we're broadcasting from Israel. Now, we uh, are on pilgrimage. Many of you have uh, followed our plans and preparations. And uh, I'll just be brief to tell you that uh, our trip has been uh, severely harpooned. Uh, Many of you know that last Saturday we uh, departed uh, from Tampa International Airport uh, with the intention of flying up to Dulles in our nation's capital and boarding a flight nonstop from Dulles to Amman, Jordan, because our trip was uh, to be a pilgrimage to both Jordan and Israel. Well, we got call up, caught up with that absolutely disastrous malaise uh, between United Airlines and the FAA and whoever. Uh, and unfortunately, we spent three days in the nation's capital. Uh, we didn't get out. We couldn't get out. There were so many people that missed their flights. You probably heard the news about people who were going to cruises. And they lost their crews, people that were going to be flying out, especially international flights out of Newark, New Jersey and Washington, Dulles. That's where the core of some of the problems just went absolutely uh, viral. We didn't get a chance to leave the United States until um, Wednesday evening. Now, there's a seven-hour time delay uh, right now in Israel. It's about 11 o'clock in the evening, uh, 4 o'clock there on the East Coast. And so um, we uh, attempted to leave, and we had, uh, at that time, we thought it was a problem with a fuel pump. 
but uh, they canceled the flight at midnight. And we had no food. Uh, everything was closed. And uh, we literally fought for three days to get our folks here to, the, to Israel. We never got to Jordan. So unfortunately, we had a 10-day pilgrimage, eight days of touring. And uh, I've got some of our, 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 our travelers right here listening to the show live here uh, at the hotel here in, in Tiberias, uh, Israel. And, uh, and uh, my heart is broken because we, this has been the planning stages since what last September or October and our, our staff, uh, Brian and Robert and Zuli have done such a great job, but, but our pilgrims, many of which, uh, come into the Holy land for the first time, uh, they've lost half their trip, uh, because of, uh, whatever the ineptness is, inept, the ineptness of either United, the FAA combination, et cetera. So, uh, we actually left uh, Dulles finally yesterday. It took four different destination cities. We had to fly people because we're in summer travel. You just don't book 35 people on the next flight because, uh, as you know, all the airlines, including United, they're flying at capacity. So, uh, boy, we had some determined folks. We flew some folks from Washington, D.C., all the way transcontinental to San Francisco, then they changed planes and boarded a nonstop from San Francisco to Tel Aviv uh, to Ben Gurion Airport. Uh, we had another group that we had to divide up. There were seats in Chicago, so we flew them from Dallas to Chicago, and they uh, made the, the trek to Israel. And then we had the third group, believe it or not, we had to fly them from Dallas to Newark. And by way of Newark, they got in nonstop to Tel Aviv. And uh, Mrs. Bunkley and I, and of course, Robert as well, and Tony, uh, we all took the last flight, uh, which we left about uh, 10 o'clock, and we flew nonstop and got in yesterday about 4.30. But as you can imagine, this is Friday, and we are flying home uh, just after midnight on the 4th of July, Israel time. So um, we've had a quite abbreviated trip. So with that, if you were listening for the last hour, you had a chance to uh, hear uh, earlier today, uh, Pastor Yankee Arnold was sharing on our ship as we went out in the center of uh, uh, the Sea of Galilee. And then Boaz Shaggy, who is uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, he is uh, a historian of both uh, Jewish and Christian um, uh, content. And you're going to be hearing from him today as well. And so uh, I can tell you that uh, uh, I, I believe my, my my pilgrim group that's here, they had their first taste of what we have planned for them uh, as far as education, spiritual renewal. And so they got a taste uh, today as what they're going to get the next three days. It's just a shame that they weren't able, uh, uh, we weren't able to uh, give them their full trip. Now, having said that, we are in Tiberias. We are on the western bank of the Sea of Galilee. Yes, that's the same Sea of Galilee where Jesus had 75% of his history. And especially those of you listening on our conservative platforms, you know that I am a Christ follower. And you know the Bill Bunkley Show is not fair and balanced. The Bill Bunkley Show 
It comes to you from a Christian worldview and a conservative worldview. And I want to tell you that when you come to Israel, uh, if you want me to prove to you by way of so many fulfillments of predictions and prophecy, you come here, forget what the mainstream media tells you. I'll take you around Israel, and by the time you get done, it's not a coincidence. And the Bible, both Old and New Testament, it's a history book. Now, it's rejected because we certainly, we've always had fake news. We've always had journalists trying to steer opinion as opinion makers. But uh, I want to tell you that as you're listening today, uh, you always, when you get to the Bill Bunkley show, you're always going to have either uh, a three-hour briefing, depending on the frequencies, uh, but you're going to get a, a three-hour briefing from a Christian worldview and a conservative worldview, and that's what you're going to be getting today. Now, we uh, began today here in Tiberias. We went uh, right out to the boat and went out to the center of uh, – not to the center. We went out offshore here in the Sea of Galilee, turned the, uh, turned the engines off. Uh, uh, Pastor Yankee uh, gave a, a great devotional followed by Boaz Shalgi. Now um, we had a chance to, once we got back to the dock, there is a first century fishing vessel, uh, very much the, the type of vessel. They were all constructed about the same, very close to what we believe that Jesus Christ himself and his early disciples who were fishermen, uh, we, uh, I think it was 2018, when uh, I've been to Israel several times, I know on that trip I had just left uh, the country here, and and they found that ship. Now, so we had a chance to see that. I'll circle back to that later today or when I get back to Tampa. But right now, Capernaum is uh, on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. Seventy-five percent of Jesus' ministry was there. Going to take you to Capernaum and a synagogue where we know that Jesus actually shared the gospel read out of Isaiah. Let's go right now to Boaz Shaggy with that commentary. The importance of where we are now, Kefar Nahum, is that this is where Jesus was based for about three years. Here he went on different, you know, ministries to different places, always coming back here, staying with his friend Peter, and soon we'll tell you how we know that the ruins under that building are the actual ruins of the house of Peter. We know that. And it's an interesting uh, story. Uh, the thing is, what I want you to understand is that when Jesus first came here, he was about 30 years old. And not many people, if at all, even heard of him. Remember what Nathaniel from Cana said, what good could possibly come out of Nazareth? It was a tiny place, you know. Scholars estimate maybe 150 people that lived in Nazareth. And he comes here, like I said, you know, nobody knows who he is, but Pretty fast, people start listening to his sermons, and they start coming from all over. And that creates two things. Congregations of other rabbis are now shrinking, and Capernaum, which had a small synagogue, now had to build a huge synagogue, which we're going to see in a minute. It's right over there. Not because they had so much money and they wanted to make something fancy, but they needed a big enough synagogue to accommodate all the people that came to listen to the sermons of Jesus. That is what's so amazing about it because it's unprecedented in rabbinic Judaism that a rabbi who was only 30 years old 
gets to a place and a position where he's pretty much the chief rabbi. Okay, think in our standards today, the president of the United States being 30 years old. And this is also where I'm planting the seeds for you to understand something that coming from this world, the Jewish world, I want you to understand. The Jewish people loved Jesus. And why wouldn't they? His disciples were Jewish. The, the people that he performed his miracles to were mostly Jewish people, mostly. Okay, they went after him by the masses. They came here to this synagogue, which actually had another floor on top to accommodate more people because they wanted, they were thirsty to listen to his sermons and to his words. So why am I saying that? Because many people around the world have still the concept, which was, by the way, the basis for anti-Semitism. The Jews killed Jesus. The Jews hated Jesus. That's not true at all. As a matter of fact, when we get to Jerusalem and we'll go to the Garden of Gethsemane where the passion of Jesus started, he's being arrested late at night by the Roman soldiers and the temple guards. What does he say to them? Why are you sneaking here like, you know, like thieves basically late at night to arrest me? I'm on the Temple Mount all day, every day. And he knew what he was saying because arresting him in public would have created a riot. So they came at late at night getting him so people would not be upset. Yet, when Pilate presented Jesus to the crowd and they said, crucify him, his blood is on us and on our children, don't imagine and picture all the Jewish people there. It's this rabbi that envied him so much and their families that came and tried to make as much noise as possible. So I, I want you to have that in your mindset as we're exploring all these amazing places here in Galilee. So like I said, a few of the miracles uh, took place here. The synagogue that's right behind you, notice that the bottom level of it is black stones. The black stones that you see are from the first century. That is the actual synagogue in which Jesus was teaching the Galileans. Later on in the third century, they probably wanted to remodel it. And that's where the white stone that you see here comes into uh, play. But what we're going to do in just a moment, we'll go inside of the synagogue and I will make more explanations about the importance of this place. Bill Bunkley here. We're live from Tiberias tonight on the Sea of Galilee. We are in the auditorium of our auditorium. When we come back, more about this very important city, the headquarters, the ministry of Jesus Christ. I'm Bill Bunkley, live on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience 
experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. Is there a way to undo a timeshare? How do I get out of a timeshare? If you talk about an industry that is rife with the potential for being scammed, it is the timeshare industry. And I'm not talking about the party selling you the timeshare, but the parties uh, purporting to get you out of said timeshare. Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley, here with the Sounds of Israel, because we are live in Israel at this hour. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host for the Bill Bunkley Show. We are on pilgrimage in the land of the Bible. We welcome you back to this very special broadcast. We were supposed to be broadcasting live every day this week, uh, Tuesday through Thursday. Uh, That was not possible because we got wrapped up in the vortex of all of those canceled flights this past weekend uh, on late Saturday night and Sunday. Unfortunately, we didn't get our pilgrims here uh, uh, just about until uh, we were the last group in yesterday afternoon about 4.30. So today is our first full day. We had planned to be in Jordan for a couple of days. We planned to go to the baptismal side of Jesus. We plan to go to Petra. For those of you who are Indiana Jones fans, and I know some of you have probably already gone to see the new movie, uh, but, uh, you know, God had some other plans uh, because uh, our pilgrims that were going to be on the ground for eight days here uh, for those days uh, have been in the vortex, as I said, of not being able to get flights to get here. Now, what we're doing is there's three of us that uh, are uh, giving the, the lectures on this particular uh, opportunity. Uh, you're going to hear a lot from Boaz Shalgi. He is our Israeli guide. You can hear that in his voice. He is uh, a, a, just an absolutely brilliant historian of both uh, Jewish and Christian history here in the Holy Land. Then we have, Bo, uh, we have uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. Uh, his show follows my show each weekday afternoon. He comes on at 6 o'clock on Faith Talk. Uh, Boaz is going to be talking a lot about the prophecy, but also uh, I've encouraged Boaz to uh, kick things off with uh, some of the commentary at the site. Now, I'm playing color coordinator this first day, so what that means is is that uh, I'm adding to either uh, Boaz or to uh, Pastor Yankee 
when they conclude their remarks. And uh, they're kind of to the point, and I'm pointing out some geography, so you're not going to hear, at least in today's uh, edition, uh, a lot from me, but you're hearing uh, from them. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Capernaum. Now, if you're just joining us, Capernaum is on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. Remember, 75% of Jesus' ministry was in this region. And uh, Yankee is going to be sharing a little bit about what happened at Capernaum. It is an amazing place because uh, the roof is not there anymore, but there. Uh, there is a, a synagogue that was talked about, Jesus teaching in the synagogue. That synagogue, the floor and the columns, some of the columns are still there today. And to be able to look down and to see uh, the floor that was the same floor that we know that Jesus, the footsteps of Jesus, uh, uh, walked upon. And when you look at the fishing village there and you know that that, that was his home base, this is a very important visit, very impactful to those that are on the trip. So let's take you earlier today uh, in Capernaum, and this is uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold uh, with his commentary on that site. When Jesus was here, he says he 11 of Matthew, he did not many miracles here because of their great unbelief. He did a lot of miracles. But in the book of John, he tells us that things are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life through his name. So there were miracles, but the miracles would get people to believe of who he was because no normal man can do what he did. But he says, this place, it will be destroyed. And it has been. But God promised that. And so there's a lot of things that can be said about that. And again, that's Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. This is uh, live coverage that we're giving you from uh, the western shores of the um, Sea of Galilee. Here at a wonderful hotel, the Leonardo Hotel on the western shore of the Sea of Galilee. If you were with me and if we were to go just outside the back patio, you would see an amazing sight because we are facing, we are right on the lake. Across the lake is the Golan Heights, and uh, this happens to be a a holiday time for Muslims, and the kids are out of school here in Israel, and so uh, you can just imagine if you were in the beaches of Siesta Key, uh, Clearwater, St. Petersburg, Daytona Beach, for those of you listening on the other coast, it is packed full of families, and so that's the environment that uh, we find ourselves in this afternoon. But um, we're going to be broadcasting more from here in Israel, give you a little bit of an idea. We're going to be talking uh, a little bit about uh, Capernaum and then the Mount of Beatitudes. That is the place where Jesus that uh, all about 5,000 men plus women and children. A lot of it was there. He fed the 5,000. He spoke to 5,000. No, it was 5,000 men and then women and children. So uh, estimates of 10,000, 12,000, whatnot. And when you're here, you really understand that we're, you know, we're kind of 
uh, bopping around on a nice air-conditioned, air-conditioned, brand-new Volvo tour bus, 60-seater, that EDI Travel just invested in. And as I was telling our um, travelers today, remember that either it's donkey, maybe a horseback, but walking. And when you see the mountainous area here around the Sea of Galilee where Jesus was ministering, uh, you get a real idea about when people heard that the Messiah was here. And you heard Boaz earlier talk about the fact that uh, the average synagogue may have had 40 or 50 people in it because they were very small in all these very small Israeli villages. And as soon as they, as soon as they heard about this, this young, dynamic 30-year-old rabbi, and he was basically uh, in Capernaum, thousands upon thousands of people walked for days just to get here to hear a single word. And what I shared with our group today that uh, there's a Bible probably in every house. Many Bibles are never used in America. It is the sacred, holy word of God. And the same type of, uh, of reaction I've seen in the third world countries as I've gone uh, on various different mission trips with Salem uh, for what we talk about uh, of, the, of the ministries. People are hungry, but yet in America, we don't even open up our Bibles. Well, we've got a whole lot more from the Holy Land. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show. If you're tuning in for the first time, we're live all across Central Florida. Got a whole lot more. We're live from the state of Israel right here in Tiberias on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Wall Street closed higher after reports suggested pressure on inflation may be easing across the country. The market has rallied through 2023 in part because the economy has been able to avoid a long-predicted recession. Wall Street hopes inflation is easing enough for the Federal Reserve to soon halt its hikes to rates. In two six-to-three majority decisions, the Supreme Court has killed the $400 billion plan for student loans that President Biden announced last year and ruled a Christian graphic artist who wants to design wedding websites can refuse to work with same-sex couples. The Dow was up 285 points today. The Nasdaq gained 196, and the S&P 500 added 54. This is SRN News. It's easy to recognize how God's wisdom is high above human wisdom. But so often, we try to do our own thing our own way. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the joy that comes when we surrender our will to God's will. Learning to do God's will, God's way, this week on A New Beginning. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, weekdays at 10, here on Faith Talk Tampa. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. 
Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Hi, this is Bill Bunkley. If you are employed in the healthcare industry, I want to ask you, are you getting the most you can out of your relationship with your employer and, more importantly, the relationship you have with your patients? If you are not where you want to be in your career, I want you to consider working for Care Team Home Health Care. Care Team has repeatedly been recognized by the Tampa Bay Times as one of the top workplaces in Tampa Bay, which is an incredible honor. The Care Team environment is that of a collaboration where everybody on the team works together to give their patients the best care. Meaningful job assignments. Pay is commensurate with experience. This is a family-run Tampa company with deep roots in our Christian community. RNs, LPNs, home health care aides, certified nurse assistants, Care Team is adding to their team. Apply in person at 3311 West Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa. You can learn more at careteamhomecare.com. That's careteamhomecare.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? Term Busters, a Christian-owned company, can help. There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-558-9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-558-9940. Remember, 800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for Term Busters, Christian-owned and operated, is 800-558-9940. Bill Bunkley, you're listening to the Sounds of Israel on this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are live from Israel. We are on our pilgrimage that you've heard me talk about, well, for months now. And uh, we are actually on the western shore of the Sea of Galilee. We're in Tiberias. And uh, if you've ever looked at the map or those of you who have studied your Bible, uh, we are on the um, the area where Jesus uh, really conducted 75% of his ministry all around this area. And so today uh, we are now letting you listen in a little bit about uh, what happened just hours ago as we um, went to the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee, uh, and we are in the historical town of Capernaum. Now, Capernaum was Jesus' home base. It was where he operated out of. Uh, Capernaum was also your average synagogue, maybe held 10, 20, 30 people. 
a, a large synagogue was built there uh, today. The, the roof is not there, some of the back wall, some of the columns, but the floor is there in one section. That's the original floor that goes back to 2,000 years ago when Jesus actually taught in that synagogue. Now, he also taught that one day that that town of Capernaum and the synagogue would no longer exist because of their sinfulness and unbelief. And so today we look at the archaeological uh, ruins of that city, but it's very meaningful. Now, Boaz Shalgi, who is my good friend, and uh, I've been to Israel on several occasions, um, he is a historian of both uh, Old and New Testament, Christian and Jewish history. Uh, let's go now to uh, Capernaum as Boaz is talking about uh, the synagogue, and he's also going to talk about the house of Peter. Now, the house of Peter was one of the 12 disciples. It, Peter was the one that actually was the first uh, to uh, proclaim that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God, and uh, he was the Peter who the church was built upon the rock, which is now the Catholic Church. But let's go to Boaz, and uh, these two commentaries, you'll find them very, very compelling. Okay, let's go to the uh, synagogue first, and then to the house of Peter. The worship in the temple in Jerusalem. It is only after the temple was destroyed in 70 AD that people started turning their synagogues to small temples of worship as well. Because if you read the New Testament, you will not see even one time where it says Jesus went to worship in the synagogues. He was teaching in the synagogues. That, yes. There was another floor on top of where we are now simply to accommodate more people. And folks, listen to this. Back then and still today, no matter which synagogue you go to, there's always a small room adjacent to the main hall, and that is called Beit Midrash, a study room. Usually very small because it doesn't have to be big. When the service is over, the rabbi will go into that room and he'll keep on studying. Sometimes when he has a very devout disciple or two, they'll go with him, but not many people. That is why the room is so small. Let's keep walking. There's a few more things. I'll give you some free time in the end. But right now, let's see a couple of more things that I want to share with you. Okay, what I want to show you here is one of hundreds of oil presses that were found in Galilee all over. It is right here behind me. And here is how it worked. This is an olive tree, okay? So what they would do is I'll put a blanket on the ground shake the branches, the olives will fall into that blanket. They'll collect the whole thing with the branches, with everything, and place it over there. The stone that you see on top was tied up to a donkey. The donkey would walk around and make the big stone crush the olives that were there. What you have now are crushed olives. After that, you separate you know, everything that's on it, all the leaves, all the little branches, and you stick with the olives, just the olives. You put them in baskets. The baskets you place on top of this white stone over here, up on top, and then you put a big wood log on top of it. People from both sides would squeeze it, and the liquid will go into the pit that's over there. 
when I say liquid, that's oil and water. But as you know, the oil floats over the water. The first pressing, the drops that came out of it, that is the virgin olive oil. These are the most precious drops. And this was used to light the menorah in the temple in Jerusalem and also to anoint kings. Now, why are kings anointed with olive oil? Because as I just told you, when you have water and oil, the oil separates from the water. Same thing with the king. The king is one of us until he is chosen and then he separates from the rest of the people that the oil separates from the water. And that's why, as I told you, kings were anointed with olive oil and he's a beautiful almost intact, other than the wood that obviously decayed over the years, everything is still here. One more thing, and then you have some free time. Let's go see the house of Peter. Inside that big circle that you see, the archaeologists went and started digging down. We're seeing now the top level, which is the youngest, so to speak. But as you go down, things are older. And this is what they discovered. The very bottom they found a house that's similar in size to the homes that are between here and the synagogue, nothing special about it. The second level was an expansion of that house with plaster on the walls and the names of Jesus and Peter written on the walls. And the third level is this octagonal uh, building. What is the story behind it? The first house is where Peter lived. After he died, the believers came and congregated in his house. They could not turn it into a big church because the Romans would not allow that. Christians were still persecuted by the Romans at that time. So they just made it a small place of worship, wrote the names of Peter and Jesus on the walls. Not more than that, not to upset the Romans. And then this structure over here is from the 4th century. What happens in the 4th century is that Christians are not being persecuted anymore because, because Constantine, the emperor himself, became a Christian. And now Christians can build big churches. So they build a big octagonal church over what used to be the house of Peter, but that was destroyed later on in the 5th century by a big earthquake. And this is completely modern. I'm going to tell you what, when you walk into the archaeological site of Capernaum, and you um, have an opportunity to um, contemplate the history that's there and to realize that when you read the Old Testament Gospels and you know that fishing, not only the fishermen that he recruited to be part of his original uh, 12 apostles, but uh, you realize uh, uh, many of the fishing analogies that he used and then you, you get a chance to see these ruins, and you get a, you, you see these the, the homes. They're very small, usually one-room homes, and you see the foundations. And so you see how close the buildings were built, not only in Capernaum, but in many of these small cities uh, uh, in Israel. And I'm thinking of his hometown of Nazareth as well. And this is a place where everybody knew everybody else. And so can you imagine, and today was hot. Uh, I don't know for sure what the temperature was, but it certainly was in the 90s or above. And you think about the fact that we are in an air-conditioned, brand-new Volvo bus, but we are learning about people 
and Jesus Christ, they walked everywhere they went. Maybe they rode a donkey. Maybe they had a horse. But think about all these small villages 2,000 years ago. Heard about this young rabbi, 30 years of age. And uh, he's a great teacher. And so what happened was the reason why the religious rulers of the day, King Herod and uh, uh, the whole company of those that were out to kill him, was he was bad for business. He was bad for the control of these religious leaders. And that's why ultimately they wanted him dead. And sort of the same sort of um, uh, uh, interactions we see unfolding today, not only in our con- in our country, uh, as we look at Marxism, we look at socialism, we look at the attack to Christian church today, we look at the anti-Semitism in America today. And though we've been traveling, I've had a chance to take a peek at some of the uh, news briefs coming my way about the absolute uh, unleashing of the destruction of one of our oldest international cities, and I'm talking about Paris, France. But then when I see the people got it, and that who knows how far these people had to walk to come here to Capernaum, which was the place of Jesus' teaching. And to come here for the thousands so much that in a moment we're going to be hearing Pastor Yankee talk about the Mount of Beatitudes. There were so many people that came to hear him talk and to preach. They far was a, a large enough crowd that couldn't fit in the synagogue, even though it was a large synagogue which uh, that was there in Capernaum. So he went to a very special place to set this up. We don't know exactly on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, but there's rolling hills. But Jesus knew of a particular spot that had absolutely perfect acoustics. Because he sat the people down, they faced the Sea of Galilee, and we've done this so many times, and it's just an awesome thought to think about Jesus teaching while You're just looking out uh, across the lake, but finding a place where he didn't have to have a sound system. And we know that there were 5,000 men, but it wasn't just the men. You know, three times a year, men had to travel to Jerusalem for certain feasts and festivals for a sacrifice. Well, this was not a men's only event, and Oftentimes, the families accompanied the men when they came to the Jewish feast, but these were families. They were traveling days to come here, Jesus. So in a moment, uh, our friends had a chance to go up on a bluff overlooking the Sea of Galilee. We don't know exactly what bluff that was or what hillside. Uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold is going to be sharing about that time. And just imagine... You're here with us in Israel earlier today, looking out the Sea of Galilee, and about 5,000 men, not counting women and children, coming here at great sacrifice to hear the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. I'm Bill Bunkley, broadcasting all across Central Florida, live from Israel. Be right back. 
Hey, it's Tim Cooper with Health Plan Network. I have two questions for you. One, are you happy with your current health insurance? And two, do you think that it's affordable? If the answer to either question is no, then I can help. My Freedom of Choice plan is available all year round, and you don't have to wait. You can enroll right now. My plan puts most of your coverage up front, where you only meet a deductible if you go into a hospital. You can pick your doctors, and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare with even better coverage. If you pay for your own health insurance, you're uninsured, you're on COBRA, your employer coverage is just too expensive, even if you've been turned down. Call me, Tim Cooper, at 813-212-2580. That's 813-212-2580. Or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net. And we can custom design a plan that's managed by you, not the government. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 800-930-9129. 800-930-9129. That's 800-930-9129. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powders is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. <laughs> he found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. 
Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. And Arnold, in a few seconds, will say a few things about it. The thing is that all the places that we go to, I want you to also understand the authenticity. There will be places where I'll say, hey, you know, it's got to be somewhere near here, but I cannot pinpoint. And there will be places I'm going to say to you, this is a 10 out of 10. This is solid. And so is this, because the amount of Beatitudes, not far from where we are to the right, they found a few years ago the church that goes back to the third century. That is early days of Christianity. Already then, they pinpointed that as the place where the Sermon on the Mount took place. Keep in mind one more thing. I told you that most of the activity and miracles of Jesus took place on the northwest corner of the Sea of Galilee, which is a stretch of two miles. So no matter where you are, you are there. Plus, here we have the evidence of the church. We have this hill that makes perfect sense. And then the church is down below that also represents some of the events that we talked about. So this whole area of fishing the, uh, I'm sorry, feeding the multitude, the restoration of Peter, the Sermon on the Mount, this is all solid and it's right here. We're standing in a very interesting place. Like I said, all we know is it's, it's in this area. But the thing is, Jesus Christ, remember, he came to be the king of Israel. That's why all the prophecies in the Old Testament told us where he would be born, he had to come from the nation of Israel, through the tribe of Judah, from the line of David, be born in Bethlehem, Ephrathah, because he says in the book of <clears throat> Micah 5 and verse 2, but thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judea, yet out of thee shall he come forth, that is to be ruler in Israel, who's going forth to be from old to everlasting. The one that was going to be born never had a beginning, never had an ending. Talking about Jesus Christ, God in the flesh. So when he came, he came to be accepted as the king of Israel. So he laid down his constitution on how he's going to rule his kingdom. That's why he picked up his certain leaders. He gave them their statement of faith and the constitution. And so in chapter 5, he talked to them also about the blessed, 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 blessed all the way through. Because you see, in the, one of the last ones, he said, blessed are they that are persecuted for my sake. For great shall be their reward in heaven. But rewards are only because you've already been saved. You see, you have to trust Christ as Savior first. So going to heaven is always free. It's a gift. But what you do for the Lord, well, that's what he rewards you for. Rewards are earned. Salvation is always free. Keep it separate and you'll have no trouble. But the king was rejected. So the kingdom was postponed. That's why there's still going to be a day in the future when Jesus Christ will come back and he will be accepted. In the book of Zechariah, chapter 13, says that when he comes back, they'll say, where'd you get those scars in your hand? He says, when I came the first time in the house of my friends. So he's going to come back just like he promised because he came the first time just like he promised. 
And when he comes back, he will set up his kingdom upon the earth. And believe it or not, Israel will be one of the greatest nations in all the world. And the earth will be like the Garden of Eden for a thousand years. I've often wondered what that would be like just to lay around and have your wife bring you strawberries. <laughs> now you're talking. Now I'm talking. But that's going to happen. So Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came into the world to pay for the sins of the world. But he used the Jewish nation to bring the Messiah into the world that would be the offering for the payment for the sins of the world. That's why all the Old Testament sacrifices never took away sins. It only took and appeased God's anger until the Lamb of God. That's why John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus, says, Behold, the Lamb of God that does what? Takes away the sin of the world. And in Isaiah 53, it says that he would lay upon him the iniquity of us all. It means the Messiah is going to bear the sins of the whole world. So that's why God is going to use Israel as a light to the Gentiles. But Israel messed it all up. They didn't accept the Messiah. He was crucified. So God says, go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to everybody. That did not annul God's promises to Israel of what he's going to do. So the church does not replace Israel. We have our little time period. We're going to be out of here. And then God's going to continue the plan that he began. And I could go on and on and on, but that's pretty much the story. Well, that was the Mount of Beatitudes. And uh, as we wrap up in just a few moments, this second hour of the Real Bunkley Show, if you're just joining us, you've been hearing the, uh, the actual lectures that were done earlier today. Uh, we're here in Israel. We're approaching the 12 o'clock hour and uh, the conclusion of our live portion. But uh, coming up in just a moment, we're going to have an opportunity to talk with Dr. Sharon Ford. Focus on the family. Not only one of the sweetest ladies that I know, but a heart for children. Had a chance to talk to her previously. You're going to get a chance to hear that. And also had a chance to talk about Dr. Ted Bear. He comes from an entertainment family. And, of course, he is uh, who I like to call our chief lobbyist in uh, Hollywood, as well as uh, all the great reviews they give us each week with Movie Guys. For those of you listening on our News Talk Answer Station, Jay Sekulow is up next. And so this concludes our live broadcast from right here in the land of Israel. When I'm back in the studio, we'll have a whole lot more to play and to share about this land of Israel. Until now, signing off from Tiberias on the shores of the Sea of Galilee here in Israel, I'm Bill Bunkley. Just stay tuned. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. FAMA is the Faith Action Ministry Alliance. FAMA is a strategic alliance of churches, organizations, and supporters like you. A unique approach to neighborhood uplift that unleashes the body of Christ to engage in Christ-like relationship building. The results are amazing. Caring for people in ways that you may never have dreamed. People need you. We need you. Visit famalliance.org or call 813-773-3262 to learn more about FAMA, to give a gift, or to volunteer. That's famalliance.org.
WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Senate's top Republican is praising the Supreme Court's rejection of President Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan. Bob Agnew reports. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is cheering the court's decision and says, quote, the American people know that the Biden administration's student loan socialism plan would be hardworking taxpayers. McConnell also says the ruling against a policy that began not in Congress but in the White House has broader implications. As he puts it, the court's decision today deals a heavy blow to Democrats' distorted and outsized view of executive power. Bob Agner reporting. The justices also ruled 6-3 to three that a Christian graphic artist who wants to design wedding websites can refuse to work with same-sex couples citing her religious rights under the Constitution. Lori Smith says the high court affirmed a basic right. I'm so very grateful to the United States Supreme Court who affirmed today that Colorado can't force me or anyone to say something we don't believe. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote Americans are free to think and speak as they wish. A heat wave that's killed at least 14 people in Texas and Louisiana is expected to be centered over the Mid-South by the weekend. David Roth, forecaster with the National Weather Service, says it's only going to get hotter. The kind of weather you want to stay indoors or be in an air-conditioned place or drink lots of water. Heat index levels of up to 112 degrees are forecast in parts of Florida over the next few days. Phoenix, the hottest large city in America, faces an excessive heat warning headed into the weekend. Dangerously hot conditions are expected from Saturday through Tuesday, including temperatures of 107 to 115 degrees across south-central Arizona. I'm Donna Water. On Wall Street, the Dow by 285 points. The Nasdaq rose 196. This is SRN News. Let's see, some inflation is crippling American families, and the current administration sure isn't doing you any favors. It's times like these you need to find ways to spend less wherever you can. One easy way is switching your wireless service to Pure Talk. That's right, veteran-owned Pure Talk is wireless for Americans by Americans. Instead of wasting their money on thousands of retail stores you'll never go into, famous actors you don't care about, or expensive perks you'll never use, they just want to save you money. In fact, Pure Talk saves the average family almost $1,000 a year, and the coverage is great. The most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say spend less, and make the switch to Pure Talk to day. Thousands of congregations are quitting the United Methodist Church over its embrace of homosexuality, but where are they going? The majority are going into what's called the Global Methodist Church, which is for United Methodist congregations that are conservative, Bible-believing congregations in the United States and around the world. John Lamparis of United Methodist Action says it's a denomination for churches that believe that we do need to follow the full counsel of Scripture, even if it's culturally unpopular, what it might teach about sexual morality. A formal split in the UMC is expected next year. The main House of Representatives has approved what would be the most liberal abortion law in the country. 
The measure would allow abortions up to the moment of birth with a doctor's approval. The state Senate, which has already passed the bill, must cast a final enactment vote next week. The governor is expected to sign that bill. This is SRN News. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you. Heart of Messiah with Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk Tampa. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around you, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, Bill Bunkley here, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radios. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida on uh, this Friday afternoon. And you know, when we hit the 5 o'clock hour, it's our weekly opportunity for an extended conversation with our friends at Focus on the Family. Well, I want to remind you that FocusOnTheFamily.com is the website for so many resources that uh, uh, this uh, pro-Bible, pro-family organization provides. You know, I always say consult the scriptures first, both Old Testament and New Testament, and then for further understanding and digging a little bit deeper, that's when you have all the backup resources there at Focus on the Family. Reminding you that their services are are free. You can even have a uh, one-time initial uh, conference uh, with a counselor. Uh, But you know what? Uh, It is a big organization doing so many things, and they depend on the contributions of all of us for them to continue their ministry. They're a 501c3 ministry, so when you go to folksfamily.com, if you could sort of drop in a, a contribution while you're there, that would be very, very much appreciative. Well, this afternoon, I am honored one of my favorite folks, uh, one of the most just kind and compassionate ladies uh, that works at Folks on the Family is Dr. Sharon Ford, and she's back with us this afternoon to talk about foster families and about uh, how we can uh, continue to help those foster families. Well, she is the Director of Foster Care and Adoption at Focus on the Family. 
Uh, she helps raise awareness of the need for adoptive families that I hope maybe you might consider being one to provide loving and stable homes for the waiting children in the U.S. foster care system. And Focus has a dedicated program that uh, she oversees, which is called Wait No More, and they have events uh, both live and online around the country. Uh, She also is involved with post-placement resources available for adoptive families. Now, I want to tell you that she worked for Child Welfare Services at Colorado State Department of Human Services, where she was a manager for permanency services. And she is the former president of the National Association of State Adoption Programs. And we have the pleasure of having her with us this afternoon, Dr. Sharon Ford. Good to have you with us. Um, Bill, thank you so much for having me today and for sharing those kind words about me. Hmm. First and foremost, uh, we want to tell you, Dr. Ford, we are uh, want to alert my audience to please pray for Colorado Springs. There's three or four uh, very significant fires that are happening right now. And people have had to be evacuated from their homes. So I know that's part of the focus on the family community there in Colorado Springs, as well as many other ministries. And so, Lord, on behalf of our family, I just pray that uh, you will uh, keep people safe, uh, safe property, but but more so just that uh, we know that you care and love for all of these folks and that uh, uh, you will uh, be with them no matter what may be. And we ask this in Jesus' name. So, uh, so Dr. Ford, tell us a little bit because, you know, right here we know that it's like an epidemic that uh, first we have deadbeat fathers uh, and, and they've, they've left the scene. Others just send in their, their support checks. Uh, we've got uh, all this woke teaching that's going on in schools. Uh, all that is disrupting family with kids. And so many more kids uh, are having to be taken over by the state. Tell us a little bit that uh, the need is great, but today we want to talk about how to support those who are foster parents and encourage others to be involved. Talk about some of the challenges, uh, say, our foster care parents in Florida are facing today. Um, Bill, thank you for this opportunity. I can tell you that every foster parent um, throughout the state of Florida is in need of a, a community. They don't need to be isolated, you know, caring for children who have been removed from their bio families is no easy task, I'll be honest with you. Um, Some of those children have been delayed educationally, they're challenged behaviorally, and having extra hands, um, extra love, extra support step in makes all the difference in the family who's being with them 24 hours seven days a week, 365 days a year, makes all the difference. So just think if you, when when someone has a new baby, what happens? The neighbors, the church brings extra meals. Someone comes and watches the other children. They bring gift cards just to lighten the load for that family who's um, welcomed that new child in. The same needs to happen when the family is fostering. And <laughs> because the children... Um, need to get enrolled in school. They need to be taken to the doctor's office. Um, So if the foster family has birth children, um, 
an extra hands will make a difference. And, hey, can you be a part of the carpool to help my kids get to school while I'm running this child to a medical appointment? Oh, hey, can you come over on Saturday mornings and, and help do, with the laundry? Oh, okay, here we are. Springtime is, is, is you know blossoming, and I'm looking at my grass right now, and um, it's still kind of brown, but I see some green peeking up. Boy, if, boy, if the youth group could come over and and trim my bushes and rake the old leaves and 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 so that my husband doesn't have to do that. Boy, that all those extra hands, um, a helping hand, help make the difference. And every foster family needs support. And those are just some simple ways that people can help. You know, when someone, when when a couple. Um for example, says, uh, okay, Lord, uh, we've been praying about this. Uh, we're going to be uh, put ourselves available to be a foster parenting family. And then they go here in the state of Florida. They get the necessary training. And once they complete their training, uh, they're available. And so I got to tell you that especially for a brand-new foster care family or maybe new to the system, you know, there's some nuances. First of all, you've got such a need that as soon as the latest round of new foster parents are available, uh, I can tell you there'll be social workers that uh, uh, from the very get-go will they have so many needs and they're trying to place kids. And so you, you might be uh, having, uh, you know, a rush just to begin with. But just all those ad- adjustments for the first youngster or two that can come in their homes, uh, what are some of the things with your vast just decades of experience, what are some of the things that uh, you would be uh, uh, counseling a-, a brand new foster care parent about as they're just getting started? Well, um, Bill, you ask a very good question. One of the things I share with families is they don't have to do it alone and to pace themselves. Um, You're right. As soon as the family is certified, the phone starts ringing. Hey, we have this child. We have this sibling group. Would you consider, can can we come over in an hour? Can we be there in two hours? And and you're like, well, well, I just... I just got the paperwork. <laughs> but that's what happens. <laughs> my husband's at work. And so can I call my husband and, and see if this is the child that he wants us to take? And, well, yes, can you call me right back? Or can you put me on hold and call him? That's and it. And it's like, well. <laughs> that's it. It's like, okay, remember to exhale. Take a deep breath and exhale. And remember that you you really do need to select, be selective and say, okay, is this a good fit for our family? The need is great, but you know who your family is. You And as they share with you information about the child that they would like to bring to your home, you get to make a decision of yes or no. Don't be guilt-tripped into saying mm. yes when you have, you know, it's like there's an inner and your inner spirit saying, no, I don't think this is a good fit, but am I going to take the child? The worker sounds desperate. Don't let their desperation back you into a corner. Really make an informed decision, just like you did all through the process. Make an informed decision. It's like, you know, maybe this child, based on what you shared, isn't the best fit for our family. We're still open. We're still receptive. But this particular child isn't a good fit. And and know that God has the child that your family can best serve. 
and that call will come and your family will say yes and you'll meet the needs of that child. Okay. I don't think that every family is the best family for every child. I think there is a good fit for families, and that and that's where they need to step in and make um, a decision to say no, and then when it's appropriate, to say yes. I think another thing that I would consider is children come with their things in a trash bag, and and um, how am I going to, you know, oh, my God, a, a child is on their way, and we don't have this size of clothes or that size of clothes. That's when you call your, your friend circle, your support group, and say, hey, can someone go to Walmart and shop for a male uh, or a female child or a sibling group this age, this size? And before you know it, that evening you have packages showing up <laughs> um, at the door. With the, and you didn't have to step out of the out of your home. You're there ministering to that child, getting to know them, acclimating them to your home, and you're letting your friend support, your prayer support, go do those extra shopping things, and even picking up a hot meal or preparing a hot meal for that first evening, so that you're um, beginning to bond and learn who this child or who this sibling group is. I tell you other what, people love on you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I just the, the wisdom here is just so wise. We've got two minutes left. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, for this segment, Dr. Ford is going to stay with us for additional segment, as always, talking about how to support foster families. One follow-up question, and that is, uh, I have advised couples, because we have been a foster parents, we've adopted out of the foster care system, uh, it's important that before you begin to say, yes, we're ready, I think that uh, a family or whether it's a single person, this could be a foster mom or dad or foster parents, to sit down and go through the profiles of children that you feel best prepared to have for your first foster child and and make the parameters before the pressure's on. Second of all, if you think you do one child and they want you to do two or three, uh, we'll pick this up after the break, but let's get us started for the next 30 minutes. I think talking to another Christian-based foster care family about setting your parameters before that call comes in, how important is that? Because that takes the pressure off of trying to make a decision on the fly, right? It is critical. What you said is so important, and people need to pause and think. And not this is not where your emotions take over. Don't let your emotions drive you. Informed decision-making is critical. Hmm. Let's do this. I want to unpack that a little bit more when we come back. But um, we're talking to Dr. Sharon Ford this afternoon, Director of Foster Care and Adoption at Focus on the Family. And we're going to be uh, going a little bit deeper, but I want to tell you right now, FocusOnTheFamily.com is a great resource if you want uh, more general information about becoming a foster family. Uh, you can do that uh, right there. But uh, we'll have more on this subject coming up in just a moment with Dr. Sharon Ford. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-533. 
At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance to date at 813-533-3000. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. It's easy to recognize how God's wisdom is high above human wisdom. But so often, we try to do our own thing our own way. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the joy that comes when we surrender our will to God's will. Learning to do God's will, God's way, this week on A New Beginning. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, weekdays at 10, here on Faith Talk Tampa. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Bill Bunchley here, along with Dr. Sharon Ford, who's the Director of Foster Care and Adoption and Focus on the Family, reminding you that website for resources in this area about how to support foster families or maybe, hopefully, how to become a foster care family can be found at FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com. We, uh, just before the break, we were talking about uh, a brand new foster care family, whether you're a single or whether you're a married couple. And the idea is, is that uh, you've opened up your hearts. And uh, if you haven't uh, really completed that circle of all the things that you need to be uh, not only thinking about, but making decisions before you ever communicate, we're ready to go. Number one, I would say, be honest with yourself. A lot of folks have a big heart, and we want big-hearted people, but uh, make sure that your family uh, is uh, pretty stable, uh, a pretty good working family, because you're going to be bringing in someone into that family environment. And, uh, look, these kids have had to be removed from their homes, so uh, there's any level of uh, challenges uh, or situations you're going to find yourself in. You are God's vessel right there on the front end, and that's why there's various levels of how many children, uh, what kind of special needs. Uh, are you prepared to um, go the distance with those special needs? Now, all of that is said not to drive you away, but let, let's be honest. We want to make sure that with proper training, and I want to bring Dr. Ford back in here now because it is so important to chat with maybe one or two veteran foster care uh, parents or parent 
because you'll find out all about at least the initial things you need to be thinking about before that happens. And, again, let's pick that up right there again. Well, you know, if you have an opportunity to be with a Christian or a faith-based um, child placement agency um, that you did your training with, there are other Christian foster parents um, available through that agency to talk with you. Attend those support groups. Have those courageous conversations with them. Boy, if you um, they will help you um, think about questions that you should be asking when you get that call. Will you take this child or will you take these children? And so there's a series of three or four questions that you probably want to know. Is this child um, ever been a fire setter? Um, is the child a sibling group? Um, Okay, are you only bringing one sibling in? And, oh, my gosh, goodness, there's a chance that that other sibling is going to come in, too, and they're going to want you to take that one as well. So whatever that series of questions are, make sure you have that list written down in advance so that you're not having an emotional conversation. When that worker calls you to say, will you take this placement, you're making an informed conversation. You're going to have an informed conversation because you have your list of questions already written out that you would like answers to before you make that informed decision. That will slow your heartbeat down a little bit, Hmm. and it allows you to collect that information before you decide. And, of course, always pray. If God has told you to take whatever child they bring, that's one thing. But if he hasn't given you that direction, then asking those questions will help you make a decision that you will still pray over before you say yes. Hmm. And, folks, I want to just remind you that it is the responsibility, like here in the state of Florida, uh, family, children, and elder services, it is up to the state organization to step in when these kids have to be removed from their homes it is their overall responsibility for all these kids. You are not responsible for all the kids. You are not responsible for a child that is outside the parameters that the Holy Spirit's given you through prayer. Now, I want to go back to something you said, Dr. Ford, and that is, so let's say you're already, you know, and the first, uh, there's a child to start out with, and you take that child. Dr. Ford, you know this better than I do. Give it a week, three weeks, a month, the call. Hey, Bill Bunkley, hey, I know you're I know you're settled in. We've got another child, and, boy, this is an emergency. We have nowhere to go. Can we bring him over for the night? What do you do? Because oftentimes you get calls, and you get told there's no place for the child to sleep that night. Sometimes they'll tell you one day, and the next day, hey, can you take him another day and another day? Let's just be real candid. Those conversations come down that way, don't they? They really do come down that way, Bill. And that one day, that one night, that week, then that month, and then, oh, well, they're going to go back home in three months. Can you just hold on to them for three months? And then, boy, before that three months, well, you know, the parents aren't following their treatment plan. It looks like that's not the plan, but we don't want to move them from your home. Can you continue to care for them? Oh, by the way, a relative maybe will have surfaced, and we're going to study that relative. Can you just continue to hold on to them? Oh, it's six months now. Well, you know, that relative didn't follow through. I'm so sorry. And so these children that you thought were you were going to, only going to have for overnight, a week, a month, have now been with you in your home a year. 
mm. a year. And the mama bear in you and the papa bear in you mm. are so protective and so loving and caring. And it's like, I'll be darned if they're going to move this child. They've been with us all this time. Mm-hmm. They're staying. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, you know, and, <laughs> and one more thing I want to say is, is that we got about two minutes left, and I want Dr. Ford to tell us about resources. But what I want to say is this. Thank you to the social workers, because I don't want you to be having a wrong perception from Dr. Ford and I. It's not on our hearts. These folks have an impossible job. And when they tell you that that child may not have a place to sleep that night, I'm not saying some are going to embellish, but the lion's share, they're telling you the awful, the, the, the honest to good, honest to good and honest to goodness truth about an awful situation and they're really trying to get that child placed late at night so but they've got a role to play you've got a role to play as a foster care parent so i want to make sure we don't go away any kind of negativity toward the social workers because they're in a desperate situation 24 7 now i want to stop that there we got about a minute and a half dr ford tell us about the resources and where folks can go specifically website folksinthefamily.com if they'd like to find out some more about what we've been talking about yes please do go to focus on the family.com click on the pro-life tab And there is a whole list of resources that you're going to find there. We want to help equip you and walk alongside you. If you want to email us, don't hesitate to do that. We'd love to be able to answer your questions. We're here to serve you as you are serving the children, the vulnerable children in your community. And, you know, please also hear what we've had to say in a a proper fashion, because the last thing, we would want you to have, if you if you have that big compassion and heart, there's just some things of stability within your household that's important. Then it's important to get the training, and then it's important to uh, get wise counsel. The Bible tells us that there's wisdom and a multitude of counselors, and then so that you get because we want you to be successful. And yes. we want your family to continue on. And so hear us that uh, we just are giving you inside the ballpark information, certainly not to discourage you one bit. You can go to folksfamily.com for all of those resources right now under the Pro-Life tab. And with that, Dr. Sharon Ford, as always, thanks for being with us. And we look forward to our next conversation. Thank you so much and have a blessed weekend. You do as well. I'm Bill Bunkley. Movie Guide's up next. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Supreme Court's conservative majority has ruled a Christian graphic artist who wants to design wedding websites can refuse to work with same-sex couples. The ruling was hailed by conservative activists as a victory for religious freedom and free speech. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote for the court's six conservative justices that the First Amendment envisions a United States where people are free to think and speak as they wish. President Biden is offering an alternative student debt plan designed to ease borrowers' threats of default if they fall behind on their payments after the Supreme Court struck down his original initiative. Biden on Friday blamed Republican opposition for triggering the Supreme Court's ruling and slammed the decision as wrong. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 285 points. The Nasdaq rose 196. More details at srnnews.com.
Let's see. Some- I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-901-9759-800-901-9759-800-901-9759. That's 800-901-9759. While others are hitting happy hour, you're hitting the gym. While they're hoisting mugs, you're lifting kettlebells. You owe it to yourself to get the most out of your fitness regimen before and after your workout with Fortify Fit. Fortify Fit's power-packed formula is designed to enhance muscle synthesis, strength, and endurance. All evidence-based nutrients in this proprietary formula are well-documented and backed in good clinical studies. Taken before and after your workout, Fortify Fit is also hailed for what it doesn't contain. No dyes, artificial flavors, or carrageenan. With Fortify Fit, you get all you need to get the most out of your workout without needless additives and sketchy sweeteners. Order Fortify Fit today at fortify.com. That's F-O-R-T-I-F-E-Y-E.com. Or call 866 866- 503-9746. That's 866-503-9746. 866-503-9746. And at fortify.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Gaining ground. But I didn't come here today to make you afraid. I've come to offer you a word of hope. I've come to offer you from the word of God that what our human eye sees and what we experience is no match for what God has already given us, and that is faith. For fear is defeated when the instrument of faith is deployed. Gaining Ground with Pastor Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk Tampa. Following segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. You're my courage when I'm worrying in the dead of night. You're my strength because I'm not strong enough to win this fight. You are greater than the battle raging in my mind. I will trust you. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Got a special treat coming up in just a second because I had a chance to sit down with Dr. Ted Bear, who is the founder and publisher of Movie Guy. 
And not only are they a tremendous resource to let us know exactly in the in the world that we're living in today with all of the uh, of the cultural attacks on, well, Christianity and just conservatism, not only does he lead the organization that lets us know exactly the content that's going to be before our children, but I'll tell you what, uh, he is the son of uh, actors both uh, in the uh, in the stage many, many years ago on the stage, and then his influence in Hollywood is just absolutely incredible. And when you understand that many of the Christian directors and producers of the movies that you are now enjoying, and, uh, and a lot of them, most all of them to a person, have studied under Dr. Bear. And so we had an opportunity to just not talk about a particular movie or a particular issue in the culture war. We just had an opportunity to sit down and chat a little bit about my good friend, Dr. Ted Bear. He's a fascinating individual. Uh, the experience that he's had in the entertainment industry throughout the years is just awesome. And so take a listen because you're going to enjoy this conversation with Dr. Ted Bear. I have looked forward to this, and this is no kidding. We have worked with my friends at Movie Guide for years. I mean, it's been, it's been a while. And Dr. Ted Bear and I have never been able to hook up. And so for the first time here at NRB, we had a chance to hook up because I keep promising I'm going to go to California with Tony, my wife, to their annual gala. But I'm looking face-to-face to Dr. Ted Bear, and he's been busy because I'm going to get his background out here in a moment. He knows everybody here. I mean, he's been around here forever, and you could just tell Dr. Ted Bear, thanks for taking a few moments to be oh, with I us. Oh, I love it. You look great. You look absolutely wonderful. Well, you look know like what? a young man. You've got four or five years of coming to the Movie God Awards and maybe 10, 20, 30. Yeah, I've been doing radio interviews all the way up and down, but I love Salem. I did one with Tom behind you. He told me all about you, by the way. He Well, when I, yeah, when I, when I saw you and Tom heading to a couch over there. I know. He was trying to prepare, it, me, <laughs> prepare me for this meeting. And by the way, we This are, is inside information, people. You don't want to listen to this. Yes. Bill Bunkley looks absolutely handsome. He's got a beautiful blue shirt. He's doing extremely well. And I'm so happy because I pray for him all the time. So now I know that all my prayers have been answered. On my end... You know, I walk around here, and I miss Lily because I used to come with Lily, and they're when friends I, of mine. When I saw you last night, yeah, you were really down. And I'm going to share yeah. this because I want yeah, – we, we prayed for your family. We prayed Thank for you. you, and we know that, Evie, you're going to be a grandfather times 50 or whatever that number's gotten yeah. up to. 17 grandchildren. 17. But I, uh, you were down last night, and your wife has been at your side decades, and she went home to be with the Lord, and so you're here by yourself. So – I just want our audience to lift you. you up. They enjoy hearing you or Ebby every Friday afternoon. Give us a heads up what to see, what not to see. So I just pray, Lord, special grace on Dr. Bear and say travel. But um, now let's, I want to go back. Your family is steeped deep in uh, the entertainment industry. Tell us your background. For folks who well, may not have heard it. We're never on this. You know, this is a little scary on Salem because there are a lot of people in the church who thought you shouldn't go to movies. And my father was a movie star from 1926 to 1930. He starred in 62 movies. You can't. Your daddy was in 62 movies. 62. You can't do that because today, you know, every movie is some blockbuster and it's got, you know, it takes 
A friend of mine produces the Dune movies. Dune takes a year, a year and a half, and then the editing takes... But in those days, they made better movies because they were dialogue-rich. So I'm, I don't complain about the lack of CGI and everything else. It didn't have all the layers of editing. It wasn't as you know expansive as being Guardians of the Galaxy. But the storylines were great. My father did Crime and Punishment, Love Me Forever, some of these wonderful movies. Crime and Punishment with Peter Lorre is still famous, and people tell me it still plays on their network. Uh, it was a, it was an interesting time. It was a dialogue-based medium. And I grew up, you know, I was born when he came back from World War II. World War II, he didn't go to Hollywood because Hollywood had hired actors that didn't go to war to take over those slots. So he went on Broadway, and he found out he loved Broadway. He loved seeing the people and playing. So he played the um, lead in Showboat. He sang on Broadway the year I was born. So we went into Sardis and told everybody that I was born, which, you know, was excessive. And he got mentioned in the New York That's Times. That's what daddies do. It was fun. It was a small family, a small family in New York of people. And then he played in, you know, uh, all sorts of movies, I mean, plays, up to Andy Mame. And then finally in 1983 to 1986, he did Whoopi. And I've been around talking so much that I'm, some of these things are flowing, falling out of my mind, Bill. Wow. But, you know, I, I was at most of those plays. I was wandering around New York. There's a lot of good. And then and you, but you were quite liberal. And I was had a, a whole different liberal, worldview a lot, my before summer, God worked my on My summary you. was that I was a liberal left-wing commie pinko rat because my mother died when I was 13. And I started looking for love in all the wrong places. That's why I was so happy when God saved me and gave me Lily. Amen. And after several years, my father being really handsome, four women from the Gold Coast of Long Island came to Christ at the Billy Graham Crusade. I knew Billy. You knew Billy. Yep, yep. Billy was fascinating and wonderful. One of them gave him $61 million when she came to Christ. Wow. To start the film division of the Billy Graham organization. Really? And she wanted to marry my father because he was so handsome, and you're you're handsome too. So she would have, <laughs> she she, uh, so she wanted they three four of them took him to Christian events all the time, like the NRB, and he'd take me to protect him. And I'd say these people are you know silly nuts whatever it was. And and then one woman was very smart, Audrey Clark. She said, why don't you read the Bible and tell me what's wrong? I said, I'm not going to read the Bible. It's a myth. I've gone to Dartmouth and Cambridge, and I graduated from the Pilate, and I went to NYU and law school. So finally, I was nagged into reading Matthew. And people always say, what part of Matthew brought you to Christ? Or what could do it? Well, see, I'd been taught that the Bible was a myth. So what got me was the genealogy. Uh, the because the genealogy said this is a real person. And then it came to the realization, it, you know, fully God and fully man. So Matthew led me to Christ. Most people say John or something. Yeah. And then immediately I wanted to go and learn more about the Bible. So I went to a cemetery, seminary in New York, which I call a cemetery. You can learn at the cemetery, too. Yeah, it's a cemetery. <laughs> they were all dead. Bill, <laughs> in this whole seminary in New York, right. the only people that were saved were people like me who came from the dark side. Um, there were people off the street of New York who came through the Salvation Army. 
that sent it, you know, new wow. people to the seminary. Mm-hmm. And they owned the Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe, so I made that. We got on CBS. I was the head of the company. I got an Emmy Award, but I never picked it up because I was tired of awards. And I said, I've got to do something to change the industry. I had financed five feature films, part of the financing, the legal work, uh, before the launched Canon Films. And one of them, a guy named Oliver Stone, did his first film. He was terrible. I knew him. <laughs> he was arrogant, like most directors. And so when I came to Christ, I said, how can we change the industry? When The Lion, the Witch, of the Wardrobe went on the air on CBS, it had 37 million viewers, gigantic, got the Emmy Award, but it had taken them 26 years. Mm. The average movie in Hollywood takes 13 years. Mm. Uh, and people say, oh, that couldn't be. Well, look how long it took to take Top Gun, and that's with Tom Cruise. It took years. And Avatar, I mean, that's James Cameron. How could it take so long? Mm-hmm. Because these are big movies with big budgets. Mm-hmm. So I said if it's going to take another 26 years, believe it or not, it took another 26 years to get to the live-action version of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, released by Disney. Uh, I wanted to see how I could change the industry. So I learned about the old church film offices. We started doing Movie Guide. We started working with studios. We've had so much success that it's absolutely incredible. And being on your show makes it better. Let's do this. You've just tuned in. You know the voice, Dr. Ted Baer, the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. Now, that website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Make sure when you go there on the top navigation bar, there's a red donate button. Make sure you click that because you're going to learn why not only are they keeping you fully abreast uh, every Friday and, of course, anytime you go to movieguide.org about the movies of the day. But this is our number one chief advocate in all the lots of all of what's going on in Hollywood. So movieguide.org. And be sure to tune in each Friday afternoon at 530 because that's been uh, Movie Guide's set time for a long time. And so we want you to tune in. Now I want to I want our audience spend some time. I want to know what the day in the life of Dr. Ted Bear is from the standpoint you're talking to movie directors, producers all day. It's from a gospel point of view. You've also are an expert in teaching film. You've taught around the globe, and I know you've got special friends in Naples, not far from here, that you used to come often before COVID. So, in the day of, of, of a life where you you guys are you guys do research and studies, you take this data back to the, the decision makers in Hollywood about making family-friendly films. So give us an idea of a day in the life. Well, my day is based on God. So I get up in the morning. I pray for 45 minutes or an hour. Tomorrow morning I'll be, I always pray for you. But I'll be praising God for you. And I do a, next I do 45 minutes of a big thank you letter to God. Next I do 45 minutes of reading the Bible. By that time I want to go back to bed. I hear you. I, I know the feeling. <laughs> and then I do core exercises because I broke my back six years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you the, the behind the scenes. God is at the heart of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll drive in for a lunch meeting with the head of Paramount or one of the big studios. Jim Giannopoulos, who was head of Paramount, was Greek Orthodox. And I used to go to his house for a Christmas party. And he would come and show me. He had a collection of beautifully uh, illustrated Bibles. 
And so the, there's a lot of points. You know, we have people come to the gala that are Jewish, one big name producer, Dumb and Dumber. He said, you mean I can make films for my children? So he makes most of the Hallmark films and the GAC, GAC films, and he's just a great guy. Um, and then I've had Muslims come to Christ, and we've had communists and atheists and LGBTQ. And people come to Christ you'd never expect. Mm. And people come to the gala and get excited about it. So that's oh, one I, thing. We're going to make the gala. Folks, we got to take a break in a moment, but uh, we're going to spend a few more moments with Dr. Ted Bear, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. And I want to tell you that for whatever, his spirit and my spirit, I've just uh, I've grown to love him from afar, he and his family. And uh, many of you were praying with me for Lily, and she went home to be with the Lord. But we're going to have a few more minutes with him. Stay tuned for my conversation is going to continue with Dr. Ted Bear. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. According to one source, the top Internet dating sites worldwide receive well over 100 million unique visitors each month. Even if that number isn't exact, let's face it, online dating sites wouldn't stay in business unless lots of people were using them. The existence of these sites and the number of people who use them prove something God said in the beginning. It is not good for man to be alone. We need and want relationships, especially the ultimate lifelong intimate relationship between a man and a woman as husband and wife. If that's the desire of your heart, make it a matter of prayer. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's plan for marriage on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Do you have student loans? Are you worried about making your payments? Don't worry. We can help you. If you're behind, if you're late, or even if you're in default on your student loans, we can help cut your payments right away. We provide student loan relief, getting you relief from your student loans fast. We'll stop any harassing phone calls, stop any wage garnishments, and even remove any tax liens. No matter how much you owe or how far behind you are on payments, call our established student aid toll-free assistance line right now at 800-390-2930. 
3-0. We can fix your student loan problems guaranteed. That's right, we guarantee we'll get your student loan out of default and cut your payments right away. Best of all, it's 100% guaranteed. Just call 800-390-2930. We've helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loans. Don't go another day with your loans behind or in default. Our specialists are waiting for your call. Call 800-390-2930. That's 800-390-2930. Again, 800-390-2930. Corey and Zach lingered in foster care for years, longing for a permanent place to call home. They lost hope. I felt alone in the world. I didn't feel loved. Every day felt like a lost cause. I thought, who would want to adopt an older child? I thought, I'm going to end up on the streets. That's just how it's going to be. Thankfully, Corey and Zach's journey changed when they were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. It's really difficult to wonder how you're going to make it. I'm not going to have that problem now. I just won't because I have a family. Today, Corey and Zach have bright futures. But every year, thousands of youth age out of foster care with no permanent family and no safety net. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. What if I were the one to tell you that the fight's already been well, Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Shows. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida. Hope you've enjoyed part one of our conversation with Dr. Ted Bear, who's the founder and of movie guide now we have part two coming up in just a moment and uh, as you have an opportunity to really get to know dr bear and his heart not only for jesus christ uh, but also for the influence that uh, entertainment in media has not only on the culture at large but also in men and women who are christ followers especially our children as we are trying to raise our children up in a wisdom, wisdom and admonition of the Lord. And uh, I always enjoy every moment I get a chance to spend with Dr. Bear. And uh, I want you to have an opportunity uh, to see a little bit of what I'm talking about as we bring you part two of my conversation with Dr. Bear. And let's go to that right now. Movieguide.org, movieguide.org. But it's one of your favorites. Download the app for Android uh, or for Apple. And make sure you chip in, make a little donation on the top bar. You know, when we chat, I just, I soak you up like a sponge. And I got to be honest, I didn't know much about movie making at all except going to see a movie. And so I've learned so much about what makes a good movie, uh, things that are lacking. And, uh, you know, you got to have suspense, intrigue, pull it in, pull it back is the way I interpret it. Talk about that because... There's so much to make in a movie. In the context of just about any of the Christian movie makers, that all the films that we know, a lot of them started in your school or under your teaching. And so that's what I want you to tell us. How much of an impact well, you had on blessed. the mean, movies we're seeing today. Like Alex Kendrick was my radio engineer for a while. I can't so believe he that. He did that's the wild. same thing that you're doing. That's and, wild. But he was a young teenager at the time. Uh, the Irwin brothers always say that I push them to, you know, get better and better. And finally, they recognize that movies have a very simple storyline. 
and that's extremely difficult to do well. So they, they got it, and they've done some good movies. We've also worked with studios for many years. The head of development at Lionsgate, who's now the executive vice president of Lionsgate, just bought The Chosen. He's a Christian. I've witnessed to him for years. You see the effects of all that as they, they work with the Irwin brothers. Um, the same thing with Sony Affirm. You know, Rich Beluso is here. He's been a friend. But before he came on board there, I was a friend with, with a Jewish guy named Steve Bursch, who's his boss, and showing him how big the Christian audience is, which helped Rich come on board. And now Sony has bought Pureflix, and it's bought GAC. So, And the guy who's the top of GAC, uh, Bill Abbott, started out CBN, producing for the CBN network. It's a small group, isn't it's a it? Small group, but, but you've been more. you've been in the center of this small have, group. You know, I'll I'll make it simple because I'm going in a direction. A lot of these people have who grow up in the faith, like Jason at Lionsgate, then come alive. A lot of them become very good friends. A lot of them pay attention to our figures. Now, at the same time, there are a bunch of negative nabobs sitting over here with little protest signs and pitchforks and they're trying to make everybody miserable but if you see the big movies out there you know my favorite big movie right now is this and we've talked about on the show it's got the devil trying to propose to the bride of christ and it made a billion too and it's just a reflection of the book of revelation and the guy who made it is a good friend and every one of his movies are good versus evil positive with a lot of christian undertones to it and those are some of the big, biggest movies. They've taken the um, mantle from Disney, uh, Universal, where he is the head of the division, Lumen, Illumination. He's, he's made it the next big animation studio, doing things like the Minions. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, the Minions. Uh, we got two minutes left. My last question, how can we pray for you and your team Give me a couple specifics. Well, I'm used to serving others, and you are too. It's just part of my DNA. Um, You know, my father was a star. My mother was a star. So I didn't want to be the star. Does that make sense? Every child rebels, my rebellion. I wanted to help others. So if I can help the Irwin brothers or Alex Kendrick. So just pray we continue to be able to expand our reach, to reach more people in Hollywood that we can. And we reach a lot, like the head of. Amazon production came and gave his testimony. The movie God Awards is like a big, you know, a big net. We catch a lot of people that nobody knows they're Christian. And just being able to deal with all this. There's a flood of movies out there that have Christian content. You said it yourself. At the beginning, before Easter, there's like six movies that came out that were Christian. So when did that happen last? No, we used to wait for one a year. And what I want our audience is not to get complacent because I've kept praying. I've told folks for decades, opening week, if you've got the budget, yeah. go opening week, have your money be in the numbers because that opening week sets the pace for a lot of secular decision makers who will still get reached with the gospel. We've got to go, but Dr. Ted Bear, I want to thank you so much for being with us. It's an honor to have you on the show. We want to pray you have safe travel home. We'll be praying for you. Uh, give Ebby a, a hug and all my friends there, and we will come to see you in California. Thanks so much. You've got to be healed. God bless you. God bless you. Love you. 
Bill Bunkley here, Salem Radio Central Florida, signing off for today. I hope you enjoy our conversation with Dr. Ted Berg. For that, to wrap up this edition of Bill Bunkley Show. Have a wonderful afternoon. God bless, and we'll see you soon. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.